This is Scott. This is Rebecca. Welcome to Hardy Party of Five and a Half. It's kind of like a variety show. That's right. A smile for your ears. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. It's time to make history fun again. Party, party of five and a half presents This Month in History. in history christmas edition merry christmas merry christmas to everyone <laughs> i'm ready for this trivia i think i'm gonna be really good at it you are no i don't know <laughs> i say that i feel like i hype myself up like literally all day i've been thinking i'm gonna kill this christmas trivia and then you've been thinking that all day i kind of have as you as you've been cutting hair yes. you haven't been really paying attention to the hair you're cutting. not really okay but i have been thinking of christmas <laughs> trivia i think i'm gonna do pretty good i'm worried about the entertainment side of Christmas trivia. Okay. Like, I might not know, like, who sang a certain Christmas carol. I don't really know yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, and that's what we're doing today. It's going to be 15 questions. Okay. Just to get you set, get I'm the ready. audience mm-hmm. set as well. 15 questions. They're going to be, like, Christmas story nativity questions, and mm-hmm. then they're also going to be some entertainment questions. Okay. Which are the ones you're worried about. I'm worried about that, and then watch me mess up on all the ones on Christmas Story Nativity. No, I think mm-hmm. you got that. Okay. You'll nail that. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you the question. Okay. You're going to have four choices. Okay. It's multiple choice. Four choices. It's what everybody likes in school is <laughs> to have those choices. Yes. And then, if you're still struggling, maybe I can help you with a clue okay. if I can think of one. Okay. So, are you ready to begin? I am ready Are you ready to to start the Christmas season? I'm ready to start the Christmas season (laughs) with trivia. With some Christmas trivia? Yep. Okay. Let's do it. Are you ready for the first question? Wait, are there audio clues or anything? It's just all of you. There's going to be some audio. It's They're not really going to be clues. They're just going to remind people what the songs are or what the movie might be. Okay. All right. It's not really a clue for you, though. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Our first question, Rebecca. (laughs) Breathe. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which we've always, you know everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Here's a little piece of it right here. Comet We're all Cupid very familiar with the Okay. Rebecca, your first question is, Rudolph the Red-Nosed... Red-Nosed? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was created as a promotion for what department store? Was it Montgomery Ward... Nordstrom, J.C. Penney's, or Macy's? Okay, I'm going to let you think about it a second. Do I have to think? <laughs> well, part of answering trivia, I hope you are thinking if you're Kind of, trivia. but you should okay. go with your first thought. Okay, you should always go for your gut. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Montgomery Ward. Really? That's yeah. your answer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Rebecca Hardy. Yeah. You are correct. Woohoo! Wow, high five. Are you impressed? Yes, I am. I mean, my goal is to impress you with my trivia knowledge, so. Did you see these questions beforehand? No. They've been sealed in a mayonnaise jar. I never see the questions beforehand. I thought my answers would give that away clearly. I put them in a mayonnaise jar. I buried them in the backyard behind the shed. Mm -hmm. 
And there's no way you could have seen these questions. I certainly wouldn't have spent time digging them up. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't that important. Nope. <laughs> okay. So Montgomery Ward, which is no longer a store, is it? Like, it, aren't they gone? I think they're gone. Yeah, I think it's their yeah. history. They hired a man named Robert L. May in 1939 to write a Christmas story, mm-hmm. which would be given away to holiday shoppers to kind of just let them get interested in the Christmas time. And his brother-in-law was a songwriter called Johnny Marks. And he liked the story, so he decided to write a song about it. So it was originally a little story that was written. Johnny Marks decided to make it a song. And do you remember who the famous person was? The famous singing cowboy that sang it for the very first time. Is this one of the... Is this number two? No, this is just a little... This is some extra trivia for extra value. Cowboy? The singing cowboy... He used to own the California Angels baseball team. What? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. It's Gene Autry was the first person that sang it. Oh, okay. So the little version we just heard yeah. was Gene Autry. Okay. So Rebecca, you are one for one. I'm one for one. Very good. Okay, All question right. number two. Okay. You got to put your thinking cap on this one. I'm ready. Okay. Where was the baby Jesus born? Was it Nazareth? Golgotha? Galilee or Bethlehem? Bethlehem. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are right, Rebecca. And just so everyone will know, Nazareth is where Jesus' family lived after he was born. Right. Galgotha is where Jesus was crucified on a hill outside of Jerusalem. And Galilee is the geographic area that Nazareth, the city, was in. Was in, yeah. Which is obviously near the Sea of Galilee. Yeah. Yeah. So you are two for two. Two for two. That goes another high five. Woohoo. That's Christmas high five. Holiday high five. <laughs> holiday high five. <laughs> Hashtag holiday high five. Okay, question number three. Okay. Okay, this one this one gets a little detailed. We're gonna see how well you know Frosty the Snowman. Okay. What is the name of the magician with the magic hat in the nineteen sixty nine TV special Frosty the Snowman? And while you think, we're going to have a little frosty music. Frosty the snowman was a jolly, happy soul. Okay. Who was, what was the name of the magician in the magic hat? Black Peter, Professor Hinkle, Professor Finkle, or Black Bart? Professor Hinkle. Professor Hinkle. Is that your final answer? Yep. Rebecca Hardy, you are three for three. That's right. Holiday high five. (laughs) He was a washed up musician named Professor Hinkle, and he desperately wanted the hat, his magic hat back after he realized it brought Frosty to life. I never liked him. He looked a lot like Dick Bastardly in the... Yes. Wacky Races. Wacky Races, Uh yeah. And his little dog. (laughs) He used to laugh like that. I can't remember the dog's name, but I know how he laughed. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. Okay, are you ready for question number four? I'm, You're just flying through these. I mean, I'm ready. I know. Okay, eggnog. You've heard of it. The drink? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, I've heard of it. What city was, what U.S. city was, where was eggnog? F- <laughs> I'm just shocked that you're getting all these right. I can't think straight. Eggnog was first consumed in what U.S. city? That's what I was trying to say. Is it New York? Is it Provincetown, Massachusetts, which we've been to? Jamestown, which I think we've been to a long time ago, or Boston? 
What city first consumed eggnog? That's the way back time machine. I think eggnog's been around for a number of years. Yeah. And the oldest city I feel like that you mentioned was Jamestown. Okay. I'm going with Jamestown. You're going with Jamestown? Mm-hmm. And you're correct again. Holiday high five. That's right. Our hands are going to be sore. I know. So you're not even going to want to high five me. Anymore. <laughs> I know. It's going to be nuts because we're going to. But am I right? Was it the oldest city? And that's like. Well, like... yeah, it's Jamestown. According to historical accounts, Captain John Smith. The uh, Captain John Smith? Yes, okay. which Pocahontas, the cartoon, has it totally wrong. But anyways, okay. we'll, that's another episode. <laughs> we should uh, do an episode on all the things that... All the, the Disney movies that, that are wrong? Yes, except <laughs> not most of them are not based on historical characters. Yeah. So The first egg might on. be a short episode, I don't know. It was just a quick thought. Okay. Yeah. It'd be a little five-minute episode. <laughs> Um, the first eggnog was consumed in Jamestown in 1607. Okay, see? And the word nog is apparently a variation of the word grog, which refers to anything that has rum in it. Oh. So they were getting a little tipsy in Jamestown. Because people did put eggnog and rum together. Yep. Okay, Rebecca, four for four. four. Five for five, I believe, no? No, four for four. Oh, dang. Quit. It's about to be five for five, though. Okay. Okay, okay. five for five. We're going to keep your momentum going. All right. Okay, where were candy canes first invented? Where were candy canes first invented? I'm sorry, why were they first invented? Oh, why? why? Oh, okay, yes. I was like, where? I we, don't know. Okay, in the answer, we will find out where, but why um, were they invented? Why were they invented? Were they invented to hold stockings, stir coffee, to keep bored church kids happy, or decorate Christmas trees? This is a tough one. Why were candy canes first invented? To hold stockings? To oh stir gosh. coffee? To help bored church kids from getting bored? Who would invent them to help church kids? And decorate or decorate Christmas trees. What brilliant mother invented these candy canes to keep their kid busy in church? Perhaps it was a father, if that's a true statement. Is that a hint? Are you giving it away? I'm not giving anything away. I'm a steel trap. I don't want to pick that. I'm a vault of secrets. As I Jake want to pick say. that it is decoration for a tree, but I don't think that's true. And here's why: because I always thought the candy cane represented like the shepherd's hook, like if you go yeah. in the way back time machine, and yeah. that would lead me to the church children. Okay. Like, I'm going with church children. Church children to help board church kids? Yep. I think it's wrong, but I'm going to pick it anyways. Okay, Rebecca, you were doing so good. I was. And you're still five for five. That's what? correct. No way. Holiday high five. No way. Oh, yeah. What? what who, who invented <laughs> this and why? Well, it was in Germany. That's why when I was looking at the answer at the same time, that's why I said where. It was, this happened in Germany in 1670. The choir master was trying to help the children in the choir endure lengthy nativity scenes. So he made the candy. They were white and modeled after shepherd's canes. Okay. To remind the children of the shepherds that visited baby Jesus at his birth. Okay. But they were all white. It wasn't later until they got the swirl The swirl. Okay. So there you go, Rebecca Hardy. That was kind of deductive reasoning. Yeah, you did. Because I kind of thought I knew what the origination was. They were supposed to mimic the shepherd's hook, so that made sense to me. You're going crazy right now. going crazy You're on fire. Okay. Our sixth question. According to the Bible, how did Mary and Joseph get to Bethlehem? Donkey? It doesn't say 
camel or by foot? Oh no, this is difficult. How did Mary and Joseph get to Bethlehem? Donkey? It doesn't say camel by foot. When did they take the donkey? I mean, there's depict there's pictures of Mary on a donkey. Yeah. Right? But does it ever say that? Oh. <laughs> it's either it doesn't say or it's a donkey because it's nothing else. I mean, um, why are there pictures in my mind of Mary on a donkey? But now you I'm trying the, to think of like... You see those pictures all the time. I know, but I'm trying to think of... And she's pregnant and the mm -hmm. thing's waddling back and forth and you kind yeah. of feel sorry for the donkey because she looks kind of heavy. Um... <laughs> You don't feel sorry for Mary. You feel sorry for the donkey. I birth children. I don't feel sorry for her. Yeah. I never had to ride a donkey. <laughs> That's going to be our quote. Rebecca doesn't feel... So... Rebecca has birth, birth children. children, so I don't have any feelings for Mary. I don't care about Mary. I birth children. I'm not sure it says, because what I'm thinking of, is it when we see, when we see Mary and Joseph, is it when they come for the census? That's then, though. Yeah. On a donkey. Are you sure about that? No. Is that your final answer? Nope. I'm going to give you one last second to decide. See, the reason you're saying that is because you want me to change my answer. I didn't say that. I feel like that's what I you're could saying. either be making you change your answer or keep your answer. You should go with your first gut, which is it doesn't say. <laughs> wow, this this is a roller coaster of emotions. It doesn't say. You don't get this kind of drama anywhere, people. It doesn't say. Okay, the answer is, it doesn't say. Holiday yeah! high five. Okay. Well, although, Gosh, like you said, most modern depictions show her on a donkey. Why is that? That's just the way people have decided to depict it, but okay. the Bible does not say huh. how they got there. Okay. I mean, did Dr. There, is there somewhere else that they were riding on a donkey somewhere together? Like... Well, I know Jesus comes in on the triumphal entry later. Yeah, but that's, yeah. I mean, the odds are she's probably on a donkey, but it doesn't really say. Okay. So people, because we've talked about other things, like we've talked about the Magi getting there. Yeah. A couple years a couple later, years probably. Later, but yeah. we've heard it so much that they were there at the manger that we kind of just assume that. Yeah. It's kind of a Mandela effect, which we talked about. Yeah. A few episodes ago. Hmm. So interesting. Okay. Okay. So you are six for six, Rebecca. <sighs> Last. Wow. Okay. I have too much. This is too much. Yeah, it's, it's all I, on the line now. I need to fail. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so gonna... you can get back up? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, our seventh question. Who narrated the classic nineteen sixty six T V special How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Was it Red Skelton? Burl Ives? Boris Karloff or Charlton Heston? Who narrated How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Who is Burl Ives? Isn't he a big Christmassy person? Yeah, he is. He's like, you hear his name around Christmas time. Yeah. Who is he? He was like an actor-singer who did okay, some of the Christmas him. specials. Are you sure about that? No, but I'm going with him. Do you want to hear the voice real quick before you answer? Sure. Okay. Here's a little snippet from it that might help you out. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, okay. but so sounds a little spooky there, right? So, is it Red Skelton? No, you're giving me a hint. 
Boris Karloff. It's Cor. It's it's that other last one that was whoever Dracula. Was he Dracula? Who's Boris Karloff? He was Frankenstein. Frankenstein. So you're, you're just, saying I'm saying that based on what you just said. Ah, if that's not it, did okay. you give it away? I don't know. Did I? Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> okay. The answer is Boris Karloff. Oh, you gave it away. Oh. Well, it's his creepy voice that gave you it away. You said his voice is spooky, which reminded me of our monsters episode. Yep. And that was his. That was him. Our first episode of season four, we talked all about monsters. Yep. And Boris Karloff was on there. Yep. Okay. I would have never known his his name before. And I easily would have gone with the other guy who's well, name really, associated and in, with Christmas. In Frankenstein time. and Mummy, he doesn't really say anything, so uh, you wouldn't know his voice either. Yeah. Okay, so Dr. Seuss at first wasn't very happy about this. Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss, which is, he wrote the he How did? the Stole Christmas. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. That would have been a better trivia question. So they I came to that. him with Boris Karloff as the narrator, and he was like, he's too scary. This is not going to work. Okay. But it turned, about, it turned out to be a perfect match. And obviously, it's like an instant classic now. Like, we yeah. watch it every year. But it would be like having Vincent Price narrate Elf. <laughs> yeah. <I guess> so. <laughs> but it works, though. I think it works because Grinch is such a Grinchy, Grinchy kind of guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Rebecca, you're seven for seven. Did we give a holiday we high did. five on we that? We did. You get another one for that. Thanks. Okay. Well, you, okay. Got, you should get the high five because you gave it away. Well, I shouldn't have said spooky. I paid attention to all my When news. I said spooky, I saw your eyes light up. Mm. So I knew I was in trouble. Okay, number eight. In what country are outdoor barbecues a traditional part of Christmas? Is it Australia, Mexico, Germany, or China? In what country are outdoor barbecues a traditional part of Christmas? You've got Australia, you've got Mexico. Australia. You've got Germany and China. Not Germany, not China. I'm going with Australia. Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh, Rebecca, it's been you've done so good. You were seven for seven. You're full of it. But you're eight for eight now. That's you right. got it right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> in Australia, Christmas comes in the middle of the summer, and the temperatures are, are like a hundred over a hundred degrees. That's what I was figuring. So during the Christmas season, the outdoor barbecue has become very also Texas popular. <laughs> yeah, it could be Texas. I could have thrown Texas in there. You could have thrown Texas in there. Yeah. Not a country, but might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different episode, too, I think. <laughs> the Republic of Texas. Okay, number nine. Mm-hmm. We're about two-thirds of the way done, Rebecca. Okay. You're doing great. I'm about to mess up at some point. Okay. What famous Christmas song was originally written for Thanksgiving? What famous Christmas song was originally written for Thanksgiving? Was it Little Drummer Boy, Silent Night, Jingle Bells, or Let It Snow? Really? Really? I'm going with Let It Snow because, well, hold on. Okay, what was the first? Drummer Boy is clearly Little drummer going boy. to play your drummer, Silent Jesus. Night. Silent Night, Holy Night, so that's the night Christ was born. That's Christmas. Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Or Let It Snow. And Let It Snow are both like generic, it's going to snow. And unless you live in Australia or Texas, then <laughs> you're going to have snow probably. Yeah. Um, let it snow. I'm going with let it snow. You're going with let it snow. I am. Okay. The answer is Jingle Bells. What? I missed so much Jingle Bells. 
And if you haven't heard Jingle Bells, here it is. I think everybody's heard that. Okay. Jingle Bells was originally composed for children to sing in a Boston Sunday school celebration. Boston. Snowing. Yep. It was meant for the Thanksgiving season and had no connection to Christmas. What? And in researching Christmas, the Boston area for a long time did not celebrate Christmas. Mm. Like the Massachusetts area with the Puritans and all that, they weren't much into Christmas at the beginning. So it makes sense that they were thinking of different songs mm. away from Thanksgiving. So Jingle Bells was the Thanksgiving. We finally wow. found our Thanksgiving song. It's and, Jingle Bells. And a little bit of trivia for you, but you probably know this, is that in the actual score of Jingle Bells, the horse has a name. Oh, yeah. And it's not, because we want to say, bells on Bob's tail, Bob tail's ring, but it's not. It's bells on Bob's tail, capital B, apostrophe S. The horse's name is Bob. It's not a very creative We name. say bell, bells on Bob's tail ring, but it's Bob's tail. A horse named Bob? A horse named Bob. What were your horses named? I had a horse named Sliver. Well, my first horse's name was Licorice. Well... My brother and I had twin horses. Do you remember horses. your first horse? My brother and I had brothers, and they were, um, like, we'd call them Licorice and Gumdrop or Bird and Ernie. We changed our names, like, on the regular. Were they totally confused, the horses? They they didn't care. They didn't care. Yeah. Um, and then my the next horse I had was, his name was Sliver. And then I had a horse named Mr. Yep, Y-E-P, Mr. Yep. Why Slither? Sliver. Sliver. Why Sliver? I don't know. That was his name when we got him. He oh, you're right here. A registered Appaloosa, and so was, we just called him a crappy Appy, but his name was Sliver. I okay. You're not crappy, Rebecca, but you did finally miss one. I did miss one. You've done a great job. I'm so sad. I'm so proud. Okay. okay are you ready? Yep. I'm going to give you a holiday. I'm going to give you a low I'm holiday. I'm not taking this. You're not, nope. you're not taking nope. the holiday nope. high five? Take it back. Take it back. Okay. I'm, take, I'm taking it back. Walk it back. Never happened. Mm-mm. Okay. I our, don't tenth, it. our tenth question: Who composed the musical masterpiece *The Messiah*? And let's listen. Let's listen to a section of that. Okay. Very famous, used in lots of movies. Okay, who composed *The Messiah*? Was it Handel? Wagner. I'm not very good at German and all that. Mozart and Beethoven. Handel. Are you going to say Handel? I'm saying handle. Or handle? I think you say handle, don't you? Because that's correct, Rebecca. That's right. You're back on the <laughs> you're back on the train. Yeah. Handle that. <laughs> See what I did? Well. <laughs> handle composed this in seventeen forty one. And it was based on some scriptural text that was compiled by George Yannis from the King James Bible. Oh, wow. After an initial modest public reception. It became one of the world's most famous Western songs. Huh. Western, okay. what do you call that? Uh, not Eastern, but Western. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. On the West, not like it. <laughs> On the West. The West. I, I've, <laughs> I've totally driven myself into a <laughs> corner here. All right. <laughs> okay, anyway. It's a very famous song. <laughs> Not on the east, but on the west. It sounds like it's we west. Been, it's western. Feels like we've been having some eggnog, doesn't it? Some egg grog. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Oh, Merry Christmas. Okay. Okay. Now it's an entertainment question. The this is what you've been dreading the whole day. 
They, half of these have been entertainment questions. What do you mean? Well, not directly. What? Okay. In the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? In the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? Was it make children happy? Customers always right? Treat every day like Christmas? Or don't question the big guy? Oh my gosh. Make children happy? The customer is always right. Treat every day like Christmas, or don't question the big guy. I'm embarrassed. I don't know this. Do you think it's make children happy? Let's walk through it. I could. I think make children happy or treat every day like Christmas. Okay. Those are the two I'm down to. Okay. So you'd like to take two away? I feel yes. like I'm on. Yes, I'd like to take two <laughs> yeah. away. Um. The fifty-fifty. Treat every day like Christmas. Okay, Rebecca, the first rule of the Code of Elves is treat every day like Christmas. What? Boom. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't think you'd ever go for make children happy because that's one of the things you don't like in parenting is that you're well, yeah, always trying to make your kids elf. happy. There's well, a lot yeah. of things in Elf that are wrong. He eats syrup from well, breakfast and candy you... corn. <laughs> that's also bad parenting. So. Well, I just thought you would hear that phrase and shy away from it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but it sounded very Elf-like. Yeah, it does. Okay, yeah. Rebecca, you've only missed one. <sighs> this is incredible. One. This we're gonna have to contact the Guinness Book of World Records. This <laughs> might be, this might be a record. Okay, here's your next question. Why is Chris Kringle arrested in the 1970 TV special Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Was he arrested for breaking and entering, rustling reindeer, stealing cookies, or snuggling toys? Smuggling toys? Smuggling toys, Did yes. you say snuggling toys? I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've had way too much eggnog. Eggrog. Um, <laughs> eggrog. <laughs> okay, what? Why was Chris Kringle arrested and Santa Claus is coming to town? Was he breaking? Literally, we just watched the end of this the other night. I know. His wanted posters were hanging up, and I was like, why is he wanted? <laughs> and now I wish I would have rewinded. Remember the Burger Meister, Meister, Meister Burger? One oh, piece of him. Yes. Breaking and entering... Rustling reindeer, stealing cookies, or smuggling toys. <laughs> he had to snuggle them to smuggle them. <laughs> Breaking and entering. Are you sure about that? No, I have no idea. Okay, the answer is... Smuggling toys! <laughs> Not snuggling toys? No. Well, you didn't even give me that as an option at first. <laughs> well, I was trying to get you, like I said, he's had to snuggle the toys to smuggle the toys. Oh, gosh. That was his mantra. I've missed two. Hey, that is awesome. Mm. I think you're doing incredible. Okay. Are you ready for your next question? Yes. Do you need a minute? No. Are you regrouped already? I'm regrouped. You're ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. Who were the Magi? Were they wise men, shepherds, Angels or tax collectors? What? What kind of question is that? <laughs> they were firemen. <laughs> oh no! Because the wise men—they came from afar. Oh, afar, afar. Okay, wise men. The answer is wise men. If I got that wrong. You're back to holiday high five. I don't want to ever talk to Rick White and Tyler Gallus again. <laughs> or God. <laughs> or God. I'm just kidding. Okay. And we know that he, what gifts do they bring to them? To Gold, Jesus. frankincense, and myrrh. Okay, very good. Easy, nice. easy money. Okay. And they did not come. They were not at the manger. And this is what happens at our house. The wise men get removed from the manger scene and hidden. 
all around the house because they were not actually at the birth of Christ. Most scripture leads us to know that they were there like within the first two years. And so they, our kids don't like that the wise men are crowded around baby Jesus at the manger scene in our home. So they hide them everywhere and we have to find them and we put them back and then they disappear again. Well, and this literally happened last week when Jake was home. Mm-hmm. He hid them. And the problem is they're hiding them very high. Because they're all 6'3 and 6'4. <laughs> yes. So I'm finding them in a kitchen and I'm like, uh, Drew, can you get that for me? Yeah. Because I can't reach that. They're way high up. <laughs> yeah. They need to let Emily hide them. Then they'll be like, well, uh, they'll, they'll then Wrigley will get them then. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, very good. You have two more questions left, Rebecca. That's it? You've only missed two, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you've only missed okay, two. Okay, okay. Okay. Are you ready? So much pressure. Okay. What is the best-selling Christmas song of all time? It's sold the most singles. Is it Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Why are you pausing? Jingle Bells. It's tension. Like, oh. it's drama. Oh, okay. I might have, we might go to a commercial break, so you have to think about <laughs> oh it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is it Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, Jingle Bells, White Christmas, or Little Drummer Boy? What's what Christmas song has who sold the most white singles? Christmas. White Christmas. <laughs> white Christmas. Christmas. Who sings White Christmas? <laughs> People are gonna really think we're drinking eggnog. <laughs> the person that sings White Christmas yeah. is Bing Crosby. I'm going with that one. Are you sure? I was gonna say it's a Bing Crosby song. I don't know which one it is, but I'm pretty sure that's it, and so I'm going with that. Okay, Rebecca. If it's Grandma Got My Nerd by Reindeer, I'm gonna never forgive myself. Get your high five ready, because you got it right. <laughs> Holiday high five. It was Bing Crosby in 1942. Okay, it's not only the best-selling Christmas single ever. It's the best-selling single of all time. Wow. Of all time? Of all time. 100 million copies have been sold worldwide. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. That's really insane. That's a lot. And a little side note, Bing Crosby did not like the song at all. Oh, really? Why? Yes. He just doesn't. It wasn't one of his favorite songs to sing, huh. but yet it became his biggest hit. Don't you think that when people have like that song that everybody knows and loves, they get so tired of singing? Well, I'm sure he got tired of singing it. Yeah, because he was singing it ten or twelve years later in other movies like uh. Holiday Inn, and then then they had a movie White Christmas that he had to sing mm-hmm. it in. Okay, I have a little another, a little, some more background to this song. Okay, this gets a little sad. Okay, when you listen to White Christmas, does it sell? It sounds a little melancholy. Like yeah. it sounds sad, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone's sad. Yes. Well, Irvin, Irving Berlin wrote the song. Okay. This song is actually about when his son died. Oh, gosh. His son died at Christmas. His young son son died at Christmas time. So he wrote this song, kind of lamenting and kind of trying to, you know, process his son dying. That's so sad. So he and his wife, every Christmas, would every Christmas day, they went and visited their son's grave. Wow. So this song is the culmination of that. Wow. Because if you think of the lyrics, like, I don't want to sing what? it. <laughs> like what, Scott? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, what's, well, what, what yeah. part? Like, just like the ones I used, used to, know, to know, where and the treetops tree glisten, glisten and, and children listen to sleigh bells in the snow. Okay. See, yeah. children listening yeah. and... It's just very melancholy, and now that explains to me why, because he was sad about his son's death. It's good. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. 
All right, right that's sad. And do you want to know I another little tidbit? Yes, if it's happier than that one. He was Jewish. Oh, Didn't what? even celebrate Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so White Christmas mm-hmm. is your number one single of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're at the last question, Rebecca. You have done so good. I've you have three. only missed two. You've Wait, only missed didn't two. Didn't I just miss that one? No, you got White Christmas. Oh, I didn't get that one right. Oh, yes. Yeah. It, it was a long time ago because I gave so much background <laughs> information yes. that you forgot. <laughs> you did. Okay. Okay. Final question. <sighs> this one is not entertainment. This is strictly a history question. Oh, gosh. I'm ready. I'm trying to build the tension like a good game show host. Should we go to break? You should ask me the question. Okay. We have no sponsors, so I can't get a break. <laughs> <laughs> We need to work on that one. Okay. The final question is, what year was Christmas first celebrated on December 25th? What year? Was it 1752? Was it 336, the year 336? What? Was it the year 1582? Or was it the year 33? When was it first celebrated on December 25th? On December 25th? Yes. 1752... 336, 1582, or 33? I'm going with 17, whatever the first one is. 1752, is that your final answer? Yeah. Well, Rebecca, the answer is 336. What? Who even knows that? Nobody knows that. That's ridiculous. Nobody knows what was happening in 336. Well, they did write, they they wrote things down. In stone? On a tablet? Well, (laughs) probably on papyrus, like a scroll. Whatever. Well, it was first recorded that it was celebrated on December 25th in the year 336. I remember the year well. No, you don't. Oh. During that time, the Roman Emperor Constantine became a Christian. So he decided that he wanted to celebrate it on December 25th. Even though historians would say Jesus was probably born in the spring, March or April, Mm -hmm. somewhere in there. He decided to do it on December 25th, so a few, a few years later, the Pope officially declared the birth of Jesus would be celebrated on December 25th. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> it's true. You cannot believe it, but it's true. In 2021, I can say whatever I want about history and rewrite it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How you like me now? Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, I knew that Christmas obviously wasn't originally on December 25th. I just thought they would have waited le- way longer to change it. But, but why would it be 1752 then? I don't know. Because <laughs> is that a great time for documenting things? I don't know. Before then? Okay. At least then they had pen and paper, right? Yeah. Well, they had quills they wrote with. What? Really? Like you dipped the ink in and you did the thing. When did when did the ballpoint pen get invented? I don't know. That sounds like a different episode of this month in history that we'll find when out one day. When did writing become easy? <laughs> when did it become easy? Yes. Well, now we don't even write. <laughs> That's we right. just type. We've moved past We type writing. with our thumbs. Right. We are so advanced that we only use one finger. Is a thumb a finger? It's a digit. It's a digit. We use one digit to write with. That's how far we've come as a culture and as humanity. <laughs> Because we only write with our thumbs now. That's right. I That's use my one thumb typing. and my, four, and my Yeah, I don't finger. know how you do that. I and do you're super right. fast. <laughs> and I'm using my thumbs and I'm misspelling everything. Uh-huh. I look like I'm drumming with my thumbs now. Mm-hmm. So, Rebecca, you did awesome. You missed three. You got, let's look at this in the positive. 
You got twelve out of fifteen right, and these That's were not, not these were not easy questions. That's not terrible. These were not softball questions. This was pretty hard big Christmas trivia. Yes, yeah. <laughs> big leagues. Yes, <laughs> this is big league Christmas trivia that yeah. you just scored on. Yeah, yeah. And most of them were guesses. I'm a really great guesser. <laughs> There's just other clues in there that I figure out. It's not like I knew the answer to them. Well, you—that's what you have to do with trivia. Sometimes is you just kind of. You use what you know to figure mm-hmm. out what the answer is. I don't play so. trivia without you on my team, so I don't ever have to do all that stuff. Do you know what I miss playing is the NTN trivia. The little box trivia used to play yeah, at Bobby's. We used to play at Bobby V's all the time. Yeah, or any they had them at different restaurants. Yeah. And we'd say to our waitress, can we get a trivia box? Yeah. And then you'd always win. Well, then you're, you'd get the trivia box, and then it wouldn't be charged enough. Yeah. So you'd have to go over to where they were all charging mm-hmm. and try to find one that wasn't blinking so and you could Our get whole family would try to get boxes and we'd all sign in under different names and then you would beat us all and everybody would be trying to cheat off you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Boy, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> when everybody was trying to cheat off me. I got in trouble in first grade for people cheating off me. Did you? Have I ever told you this? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I was at a table. It was a round table, and people were there, and they we would take tests. And I got in trouble for people cheating off me. The <laughs> my teacher came over. I can't remember her society name. Society started going downhill. I guess so. Right then, blaming the person she, that's well, she came the over, and she's like, she wanted to move me to like my own little space, Cubicle. my own little table. And you and were being isolated. Like, yeah, and I was like, why am I moving to the table? Yeah. And she was like, well, they're cheating off of you, so I've got to get you away so there's no temptation. You're too smart, Scott. I would have well, cheated off of you in high school. Oh, yeah. Then maybe I wouldn't have got kicked <laughs> off the cheerleading squad. <laughs> That's how we could have met. You're That's, cheating on... Mm-hmm. What test would... What class would we been, be in together? I was in algebra. Algebra. Was I that was a problem? I was very good in algebra, okay. yeah. I was much better older when I had to like help the kids, but... I was not great at algebra, but I could have helped you out probably. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you're too smart for your own good. Oh, gosh. I keep saying you should go on some trivia show and win a million dollars. Like Jeopardy or... Something, anything. You need to go on one of the singing shows. Oh, I don't. No, I meant like, uh, what's the one where you guess the songs? Oh, um, I don't know. Beach Shazam. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, Beach Shazam. Yeah, but you're even good at those, Scott. Well, you're better at the songs than I am, don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. But you should go on like The Voice or something. You've lost your mind. I don't know. Maybe it's the eggnog talking. <laughs> it's eggnog. <the> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I've thoroughly enjoyed this, especially since I came out at least above 500 on Holiday that. Holiday high five. Holiday high five. Thank you very much for bringing the, bringing the party. We need to trademark that before people start using it. The holiday high the five. The holiday high five. Yep. The hearty party of five and a half. Holiday <laughs> high five. high five. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this edition of Holiday Trivia because we hope we got to play along. Like, I mean, there's a lot of good information here. You can take to your first Christmas party and, like, drop some holiday knowledge. Drop some holiday knowledge. (laughs) Yep. That's good. I like it. You you candy cane drop while you're there. (laughs) Okay. This could go a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, it could. (laughs) So thanks for joining us. We hope to join you again soon with our next... What's next? Huh? What's next? What are we going to have next on this show? Let's give them a teaser. A teaser of what yeah. to be next? What's going to be next? Well, there is this little rumor that we're going to interview Nick Trotman. Nick Trotman. Who is like one of the 
world's best kayakers. Kayakers. Isn't that cool? And he has just started a new YouTube show yeah. where he's they're going across the country with their family. And with you've their been two watching little it. Kids. You've I've been, been watching it, and it is awesome. Yeah. So, so we're going to interview him this week, and that'll come out soon. Ooh, I'm so excited about that. So that'll be very yeah. fun. In the meantime, hope you guys have some good holiday fun. Go to some Christmas parties. Get some holiday high fives. Get some holiday high fives. Drop some candy cane mics. And party party five and a half over and out. We'll see you next time. They're all around the square saying, catch me if you can. He led them down the streets of town right to the traffic cop. And he only paused a moment when he heard him holler, stop! Mm, Frosty the snowman had to hurry on.